0: welcome to the
1: aha moment podcast yo. i'm so doing that bro. i'm not you can't stop me Let, let's run that back let's run that back <laughs> did we start yes it's already started it's already rolling guys come on so wait you when does it, it like
0: start start it's started already. it's already
1: started i'm gonna figure out where we're gonna start can we keep the aha in we did an aha moment podcast. I- burr, burr,
2: burr, burr, burr. <laughs> there it is. The sound All right. right. Get the
1: sound effects. Can you stop? <laughs> uh, yo, unfortunately, we're back with aha moment podcast.
2: Get away from me. All right.
1: If you guys are not watching <laughs> this one live on video, I highly recommend it. There's two older gentlemen just touching each other. <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Yo, there's nothing wrong with whoa, that. Whoa, man. Yo, yo, I'm know. advertising what I want, man, <laughs> on my sweater. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, man. We're in the studio, obviously. We got Dr. Ming Kwok, a.k.a. The Beanie. We got Dr. Justin Baha Raleigh, a.k.a. Jorts. No, not Jorts. Damn, you missed the meme lord for highly specific situations. What are you wearing? Jants. Jants. All right, let's 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 break that down. We don't have to. <laughs> now talk to us. What are Jants? So, they're just flexible jeans that I love very
0: much.
2: They are so comfortable <laughs> and you're laughing
0: at me, but you Bro, complimented
2: oh. them. You thought they were real jeans. Yeah, but what's the point of getting Jance to work out if you just get real jeans though? Because you get clout. Okay. Who, from who? No one. I get roasted, but <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're
2: so good for big boys. I highly recommend. Oh man. And what, what's up with this beanie? <laughs> Bro, my head's cold and I have bad hair. You, know, what I'm saying? I, 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 you know, I'm trying to grow my hair. You know, my girlfriend was like, oh, you bamboozled me. Because I, when I first started dating, I had long hair. And I used to have a man bun. And then she was like, oh, lately she's been like, yo, I lost the real you. I was like, damn. I was like, damn, that's OD. That's OD. <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, I'm trying to grow my hair again, but then my barber messed it up. And then, yo, when I was working in <laughs> the hospital. <laughs> now you better make sure your barber don't be Bro, bro, to this bro, bro, spot, yes. bro. <laughs> I went to, I, went to um, I was working in the hospital, and then um, the, one of the heads came and he was like, yo, you don't have enough money for a haircut. And he just <laughs> hit my head, and he was like, oh. you gotta get a bowl I was like,
1: damn. I was like, that's why you're bald as hell. <laughs>
2: But I didn't say it to him. No. Oh, I'm man.
1: Get yeah. I'm get Christy's that. mom was like, you know, did you notice Ming's here? It's it's a little funny sometimes. It looks a little funny. <laughs> Damn. <Christy's laughs> no, one day I think you looked like it had a bowl cut. No, nah, yeah, I got to cut it. You know? But, yeah, we had uh, – we put on a story. I'm like, all right, Justin and Ming finally coming on a podcast. So give me some questions, you know, that you guys want to ask them. Wrong answers only, right? So we just got to do a quick recap. Why Justin lifts in jeans? like – Let's, Dance. This is like fire rounds. Why Justin lifts in jeans? What's going on with that? What What are you doing there?
0: Well, I don't wear knee sleeves when I squat at all. So this was my workaround. I thought it'd be cool. I literally thought, oh, people are gonna think I'm cool for lifting in jeans. This was the biggest mistake. First of, my of all, you see
2: career. him. You ever see him work out in shorts? Oh, when he worked out, we came out in the
1: bathroom with shorts today. Oh That's my god, my know. client almost left today, bro. <laughs> <laughs> As <laughs> it was bad. Today. As it was bad, bro. Yeah you look, that was like that gym teacher vibe. I, I respected though. All right, next question. Uh, From Gary <laughs> I gotta blow up some spots now I'm kidding Relationship status yeah, right.
2: What's relationship status bro?
1: <laughs> next question Alright next Looking question for my muscle mommy <laughs> Alright here we go What's your idea woman. of a perfect first date Ming what's your pr- idea oh, of a perfect first date
2: I don't, I don't know I don't got one uh, <laughs>
1: I went to Halal guys on my first date Did you guys? Really?
2: Yeah and then we got Dairy Queen And I tried the trick Bro first off That's
1: like the least sexiest thing you could do on a first date Hey but oh, we still dated for
2: this long though
1: We're still oh, together man. That's a keeper right there Yeah Justin, what's your ideal first date and it can't be bomby?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It worked just now. (laughs) So I love doing activities on a first date. So... Whether it's like Escape the Room, axe throwing, arcade, just gotta get too deep to into bro. it. Well, this is a bro. podcast, yeah. not an advertisement. Yo, All right, so, so I like it. to be oh, in man. my, I like to be in my basement. I like to just cry and play video games.
2: Is that what you want? There you go. Then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're oh. jumping straight into the activities, bro. You don't know who's gonna listen to this. But man. You this pa- could be it, man. But <laughs> you, so wait, do you pay for it or no? Once yeah, you, once I pay for the first. Oh, you always eight. pay for
1: first date, and second date. Shit, thank God I was a college student. Hey man, look, look. I still made it happen in college, man. <laughs> and yo, Ming definitely. Uh, How old guys are like, yo, you finishing that? <laughs> <Yeah>. That's definitely <laughs> what you did, bro. How I... like he was there. The <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! Would they date themselves? And if not, what would they change about themselves? Oh, I go for Gary, what the? <laughs> that's Gary. That's uh, oh, you can't. You can't. No, both that's, both do thoughts, stuff, nah, that's it. That's go it. First, man. Uh, would I
2: date myself? I don't know. I think, I think my body looks pretty good. Body wise, looks wise. But then when it comes looks to. this first? Do you see who you like? Yeah. Oh, oh my oh, goodness.
1: All right, let's yeah. move on. Let's move on. <laughs> what, br- I I, what, what brings you true happiness? Not this right now, man. I want to go Justin, on. you go first. What, what brings you true happiness?
0: Are we being serious or are we man? Because I don't know. I don't want to get roasted again.
1: No, being serious. Yeah, bro. Not yeah. with that face. Dude, no, be serious, bro. Be serious. You never threw an axe in your life. That's because I never got to take someone on a date. To exactly, bro. <laughs> How do you know that's a perfect first date? Damn. What was the question? What brings you true happiness in life?
0: Honestly, moments.
1: Hey, man. That's what <laughs> Y'all I'm all get called. me on <laughs> this podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for
0: real, Justin. No, like spending moments with people, like I would tell all the time, like when you get to spend a certain event with someone, whether it's doing certain like activities with someone or just like spending time. Just relaxing. I really honestly cherish those moments.
1: My man's trying to find somebody on this podcast. I'm telling you, 500 listeners? This sounds like this is like Sleepless in Seattle type vibe right now. If I know you, what that is for sure. Yeah, I know. What, what is it? You know what Sleepless in Seattle right? is? A, a show, movie? It's, uh, can, like, can I phone a friend? <laughs> yeah, Sleepless in Seattle. So it's Tom Hanks, right? He's in it. I was kidding. I don't know what that is. Oh, so. <laughs> yeah, I was asking you what it was. I don't know what it is. He's a radio guy, whatever. Or, no his i forgot someone is like a radio person and essentially the son calls in and talks about his, how uh tom hanks the husband mom passes away and then he he's essentially the son is trying to get tom hanks to hook up with the radio uh woman and oh, they fall in love through the radio it's crazy oh that's cool yeah but hey it could happen bro i say that could a lot happen. Uh, I'm tired of disappointment. so Continue. so ming what brings you happiness and before we get into some actual useful information, we got a few more questions to ask.
2: Uh I would say it brings <laughs> me happiness. I don't know, just small things. I feel like just being able to relax, that's the biggest thing for me. Like with, with friend, like he said, like just moments with, with friends and just with family and my girlfriend, you know, just like just being able to relax. Even when it comes to like not doing things like watch something stupid or just like drink something. Like I, I don't drink, I drink o- orange juice, you know what I'm saying? I Have a cup of orange juice in the morning, watch some
1: cartoons. You know, I'm still young, bro. Bro, these answers are absolute trash. Like, straight up, we got to move on. This one ain't even a question. <laughs> it said, being straight up look like a Magikarp. Bro, I don't understand how
2: that, how that <laughs> yeah, look man. like a Magikarp, though, bro. <laughs> You're compressed Why back. can't
1: they put on muscle? Holy cow. Dang. This looks like the Walmart bootlegged version of Rush Hour 2.
2: <laughs> no, we know what
0: that's wrong. <laughs> <right.
1: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Tim for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen you again. Um, Why do you wear a beanie if it don't even touch your ear? <laughs>
2: Bro, it's called a fisherman's. Be- I don't know. I like it, bro. If it's like- my ear, it's too hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is there different stages of beanie placement? <laughs> yeah, when it gets too hot, when we're in this, you know, you got to lift it up a little you bit. Go, put it back down. Put it back down. Yeah, you lift it up a little bit. But yeah. then I don't treat people like this because then they would think I'm unprofessional. So, you know, put it back down. I mean, I said, unprofessional, yeah, I'm I waiting for okay, that, bro. Oh, I, I said unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess make it fun mm-hmm. of me, bro. It's Damn. I'm turning Gyarados, right?
1: Who shits more in a day? Ah, that's a weird That's one. definitely. Uh, hey. <laughs>
2: all right i'm proud that chicken curry flown right dude
1: <laughs> i appreciate yeah, you saying hey. it the in his way. <laughs> chicken curry or curry chicken it's let's curry not chicken. get that started no it's right now, actually please. if you want to say curry cr- <coughs> curry chicken no, i'm joking i'm joking I'm j- no i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking all right, all right we got enough of those questions all right yo that's Who is, it who's that who's the person behind that beanie who's a per- take it off yo t- t- tell us a little bit nah, about yourself man
2: uh a little bit myself that's a loaded question bro that's a loaded question <laughs> you had to have seen this one coming Come uh, on. always, i mean simple guy i don't i mean i'm really i'm not to answer that that's a yo yo uh let me phone the front yo you answer first bro about you no about yourself oh. all right justin tell us about yourself man so my name is justin i'm born
0: and raised in queens new york um you will be rehearsing this year bro i was a tour guide before and you just ruined my flow <laughs> yeah so go. being a tour guide you get used to giving intros backwards so I'm going to sit backwards and do, no, let me stop. So, oh, so, garbage. Yo, that was so garbage. Yeah, Cut so that out. But, <laughs> no, bro, j- I just asked you guys one <laughs> simple question. I'm so awkward, man. You have no hey. idea. But, no, seriously. So, I mean, growing up, I like to be outside a lot. So whether it's like running around the street or, what are you laughing, man? And that kind of led me into like where I am now, trying to find a certain career that <laughs> led itself to, why? I can't do this with this guy right now. <laughs> I like physical activity. I like expressing the, the strengths of being human and I want to give that back to people as a physical therapist.
1: And I like video games and memes. Damn. You memes? Dude, you I see deal, those man. words, man. Damn. Combo breaker right there, man. What, what, what about you? What you got, Ming? All right. Born and raised in Brooklyn.
2: Uh, I don't like to admit it. I think I was born in Manhattan, but I don't, want, I don't like to admit that so I'm going to say born and raised in Brooklyn. Uh, very active kid. Played football in high school. Wasn't that good. which I was better. Uh... College in Buffalo. I mean, like I said, I'm just a simple person. I don't I don't think like- Come on, tell for, us
1: where you went to physical therapy school.
2: Don't say it, bro. Come on.
1: <laughs> say it, I don't say, don't it. say it. College Stan Island. <laughs> yeah, we went to Stan Island for physical therapy <laughs> It was therapy cheap.
2: School. It was cheap, bro. you of me, bro. How much money you had to pay back? Don't, for don't worry about that. Yeah, let's yeah, go. yeah.
1: Was that school accredited? you for help? What? Was that school accredited? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <Yo>. Discount accredited. <laughs> so, all right, let's- I don't even know where this podcast is going. We're just gonna ask some questions. We're gonna get the conversations flowing. Where are you pointing at, Justin? I said it's going downhill. It's going downhill. <laughs> That's exactly where it's going. If you guys are still listening, I really appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, I hope funny, I hope we can deliver some value. If there isn't any value. If there's any new guys listening, yo no, turn it off, bro. Turn it off. <laughs> yeah, bro. turn it off. So I, let's go. Let's let's go to how did would you guys meet? Uh oh, I mean, this funny story of
2: what so we both met each other when it was because of you. Remember you were like, oh, I was in your uh, mentorship and I was like, oh, my knee's hurting. And we were like trying a bunch of stuff. And on camera, I was like, you could see I was hurting. And then you're like, oh, I'll treat you. So I came that day and then that's where we met. And uh, yeah, we still have that picture of us eating pizza. And I think it's like full circle seeing us like
1: now we're working with each other and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, man. Uh, Ming had some, what you had just like that's right, knee pain. Yeah, yeah, he had no idea what was going on. Um, I remember wa- doing the calls and I was like, yo, this guy's, I can see this guy grimacing a little bit when we started doing plyos or like yeah. some single leg stuff. Yeah, And then uh, I invited you, Angus, and I think I, I kind of shot out a message to yeah, so it's anybody. Like- and then, yeah, Justin just came because, you know, he had no life, so. <laughs> no life. So I was like, yo, if anyone wants to pull up, I'm going to eval Ming, we're going to treat him and then, you know, we'll just kick it. And then we grab some uh, pizza afterwards, upside. And that's the first time that you guys met. Yeah, first time. Yep. And I actually, I didn't talk to him. In, I didn't talk to you
2: at all until actually the social. Mm. The, 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 yeah, because I, I was mad because I was like, damn, I don't know nobody here except for Aaron. But then I didn't know nobody there, so I was like, oh shit, I see Justin. And I was just like, funniest thing was I was just talking to Justin. I was like, yo, bro, how do you get to where you are right now? He's working for you, right? And then yo, no, oh,
1: working with us, bro.
2: working with. You already us. messed up. I'm man.
1: sorry. It's like three strikes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but the funny thing was, like, I was asking everybody. I was like. I was like, yo, <laughs> yo, you got a job for me? Yo, where you <laughs> working? Yo, you got a job for me? Yo, because I didn't want to work in one of those mills. So I was just asking
1: everybody and anybody. Yeah. But yeah. Where where were you like applying to? Like you, you were just strictly applying to one-on-one spots? or Yeah, I mean,
2: actually the first place I applied to was a hospital. I was like, yo, money looking good over there, bro. <laughs> and, <laughs> then, and then I went up there. First of all, I thought it was a closer location, but it was all the way in Harlem. So I went up there and I was like... Nah, they're taking it too serious. But it was two people. They was grilling me for an hour of straight, like, questions about, like, procedures and all that stuff. And I was like, damn. And I love how when I'm working in the hospital right now, they're like, oh, it's not a walking service. I was like, I know you're lying, bro. <laughs> Y'all trying to create more <laughs> meaning to this. It's a walking service. It's a <laughs> slash extra. <laughs> extra. Slash extra. No disrespect, though. No disrespect, bro, though. Bro, bro, you got to say it's mobilizing. It's mobility. Uh, oh, it's man. mobility. It's mobility. But no, it, it definitely, it's cool. But then-
1: I was like, I, I can't see myself working or something like that. Now any acute PTs that are coming in here, listening to the podcast, feel offended. No, no, no. Oh, please, please, like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a Q2, bro. I'm doing a Q2. I know, but yo, know, the acute stuff, like when you're managing wires, especially if you got someone in the ICU. Yeah, like, no, I am serious. Yeah. Bro, I was a uh, when I was in uh the hospital for my last rotation, there was it was like my last week, and she's like, Oh, you could do ICU. I won't even watch you anymore. You're so good at this, like you're good to go. So I was managing the ICU case by myself. And all I thought to myself was, like, please, like, just don't, I don't want to hurt nobody. Like, I don't want no one to fall. I don't want no my wires to get mismanaged because I just got to pass this internship. <laughs> but to look at everything, vitals, keep things, like, on track and, like, communicating with everyone, like, it gets to be a lot. Oh, so, shout funny. out to QPTs, especially neuro. That right. stuff oh, is tough. Yeah. yeah, that definitely ain't a walking service. Bro.
2: No, it's not. I'm, I'm, I'm making a joke,
1: but I no. know I For know.
0: legal reasons, Ming was kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: because, like, truthfully, when I'm working there on, on the weekend itself, like, also, like, I'm mad nervous because now I'm, like, an actual PT and doing everything myself. So, it's so it takes so much more energy to, oh, like... Oh,
1: bro yeah. said an actual PT.
2: Oh, my God. I'm talking about when I was in uh my clinicals. But, yeah, it's so much different because, like, you don't have someone to rely on. Especially on the weekends because half the staff isn't there. There's only, like, four or five people. Yeah. So, like, everything is so much more serious because I'm like, oh, shit, like, is that okay to see? There's not a lot of people I can really reach out to at that time because it's the weekend. So it's, like, it's it's a lot. But it's, it's, it's rewarding. But
1: at the same time, like... It's not bro, just,
2: yeah. there's
1: so many, um, there's so many changes that have happened since I graduated. Like you graduated, and when I think about where I was, like when I first graduated, I think I was in like 2018 or 2019. 2019, August 2019, I was man like, old in the that? web, damn. But in 2019, bro, there's no jobs. Like I worked at uh, Reload with Ryan, who was on the uh, podcast, and that was like the only job I wanted. Mm. And then fast forward to now, I actually think there's a decent amount of jobs out there that I would. Want yeah to take, no like,
2: yeah I agree with you because when I like you said I was applying mostly just one on one places and I got I think I applied to about like four places right so that was that was very interesting too because like one on one is definitely different from like uh, a mill place I I interviewed for that beforehand and that's so funny because like they they like once you graduate they start calling you I never even talked to them in my life and they called me and said, oh <laughs> they're from ProPT I was like bro how you got my number
1: <laughs> yeah. and I was like yo I I, I went I did one clinical there for six weeks and you have my number saved. I was like, how, bro? But yeah. No, as we were building Moment, like starting to expand beyond ourselves, I was I was like, man, I need some help. And I reached out to Zena. And uh, when I was talking to her about Good Reps, I was like, "Yo, you're obviously doing a good job. The team is growing there. Everyone looks happy. And she started t- telling me about, you know, the work that she's creating. I'm like, damn, I would have taken that job. <laughs> you know, like y'all hiring? Because I want to take that job. <laughs> what was the job market like for you when you graduated, Justin? So it's pretty similar to you. I would say this...
0: Around when I graduated, I'm not sure that's when you started Moment. I believe so because I think when I started my first job is when I took your mentorship, and I was the first cohort, like first iteration of it all. So with that, with all of that, it was similar. Like there wasn't many opportunities within the one-on-one setting, unless it was like people creating it, like yourself. So my plan was honestly to get something close to home, pay the bills, and save up to do my own thing. And I was going at it. I was like getting the LLC, and I was like saving up, but. Working in that setting, honestly, it just was not for me. And I've been through the ringer with jobs. I think I was telling you I had, I worked at certain places, like one, I could think of like four places I used to work at. And it's like, I like to work. Like, I love what I do as a physical therapist, but who I was doing it for, it just caught up to me at the end. And I do believe like, especially for certain settings, like some people do amazing in it. They help so many great people. Like I remember some of my coworkers before, I would send patients to them if I needed to because I trusted them, because they did a good job in that setting, but I just couldn't express who I was as a therapist in that setting. So then when I was doing a temporary job, I remember that um, after the work day, I was like um, doing a hot pack on my hands because they were just very, <laughs> very fatigued. But um, I was on Instagram and that's when you DM me asking about um, working with you or working, yeah, I said it working with you, not for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, this is good at it. If
1: you guys aren't watching on video, I got a knife to his side. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it was, it
0: was definitely a very challenging time. And honestly, some people saw it as dramatic. What I was going through with my emotions during work is like, oh, just work, go home and do your thing. But I care so much about physical therapy That's that I wanted. Actually, don't show it Actually, My God.
2: You ever seen him treat? <laughs> I never Jeez. see you treat. That's disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> well, bro, 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 bro. <laughs> yeah, No, but
0: in all honesty, it's like now being in a setting that lets me be who I am I found that, like, my skills are getting sharper. I enjoy coming to work. You know I wake up at, like, 4 o'clock to be here at a certain time. I can do that every day without feeling like how I did at other jobs. Yeah. But,
1: yeah. Bro, 4 o'clock is mad early.
0: Rise and grind. That's what the kids say, right? Don't look at me like that. No cap.
1: No cap. No cap. Yeah, the, the market before was horrendous, dude. Like, when I got out of school, it was, like, kind of to the experience that you had, Justin, it was, like, I'm going to end up going to a spot. I'm going to be working like three to four people an hour. And I thought that was bad. But you were telling me, you're like, sometimes you're seeing six to eight people an hour. Yeah, my nightmare hour. And then you had to like do documentation on top of that. Yeah. So when you were telling me these stories, I was like, holy shit. Like, that is horrible. Like, what's the worst? Like, was there ever a point when you're working one of those jobs where you're like, this hour was absolutely miserable.
0: Yeah, no, that's I literally call it my nightmare hour. And I'm not being dramatic about it. I remember it was the last. It was about like 6 p.m. on a Thursday, and I was by myself. There was no aid, no front desk, no director, nothing. It was just me in the clinic by ourselves with like I'd say eight patients, and it got pretty bad. Like I was running around doing my manual, and then someone needed help with the machine, and then I left someone on a hot pack for 40 minutes, and I'm like, "Yo, I'm so sorry." I lift up for legal reasons. It was only 10 minutes. Yeah, for legal reasons, he is okay. <laughs> <laughs> for legal reasons, but okay. But I lifted it up and he's like, oh, he's like, can I stay on long? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I gotta get you out of here. But no, he's fine. Like, he, it's just the patients weren't angry at me. Like, they were yelling, but they were yelling kind of with me, if that makes sense. They're like, just
1: frustrated with like. Yeah, like one of the
0: aunties was straight up like, Justin, I'm gonna yell, but it's not for you. I mean, it's not at you, it's for you. Yeah. And then she yelled at me, saying, I need some attention. You're not doing anything for me. I'm like, that's the same thing as yelling at me. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> like, I'm the only one here. So, what's yelling? At yeah.
0: Me? But, like, after that, I was like, I can't do it, you know? So, on to nah. the next.
1: Nah, bro. It's wild. Like, I can't even imagine, like, handling all of that with so many. Like, it's already tough to teach a group of six to eight people the same thing, right? Like, teach a group fitness class, but to handle six to eight different presentations. You know, I had a similar situation when I was in Atlanta for one of my internships. Someone came in, he had thoracic outlet, neck pain, numbness and tingling going down uh, both arms as well. Someone came back with a chronic back pain, like an office worker. I was helping someone learn how to run again after recovering from leukemia. as, a, as like oh, She wow. was like 13 or 14. So it's like all within the same hour. I think they also threw on someone else. I forgot who the other person was. It wasn't that complicated for that fourth person, but it was like four people where I'm like, I would need a fixed amount of time to make sure that you get what you need, you know, to move forward with stuff. So, Ming, what your decision, that was the most boldest thing is when we were talking initially, you're like, yeah, I ain't going to a mill. (laughs) Like what what influenced that? I mean, it's all the horror
2: stories everybody's saying, like just like he experienced and just like what everybody's like. I think it's crazy that you go into a field you're graduating from and everybody's like, yo, I'm burned out after a year you know like after a year and you're tired of your job i'm like shit that really sucks and it's people that like i see that really care about the job happy people who are like really excited to work with people and help people but it's just like they're like oh first of all these these other places are always always like manual 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 right no matter what no matter if it doesn't matter or not if it's actually gonna help or not it's still like okay let's just bust your and i like i've been in clinics and they were like yeah we at least do minimum 20 15 to 20 minutes of manual i'm like damn 15 to 20 is a manual like how much can I tenderize meat, bro? Like, bro, that's bro, that's a lot. That's a long time. But yeah, but like they're like, yeah, like that's a minimum. And then I know some people like some clinics, they're like, they get mad at people if you don't if, if you don't do enough um, modalities. Yeah. They came in and there was like, oh, my boss is mad at me because I didn't use the ultrasound enough. I was like, damn, that's crazy. So like I didn't like I knew that I didn't want to be in that because I knew myself and I was like, nah, I can't. I don't want to put myself through that. Even, like, talking to Justin, I was like, do you see how he looks right now? <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to look like that. Like, <laughs> successful? <laughs> Happy with his life? Are you? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Next question. <laughs> but, but,
1: but you guys were in touch, right? Like, so after, no, the, so, I, after the social. Not yeah, really. After the social, yeah.
2: Not, not, I mean, yes or no, because I didn't really, I only talked, like, once memes. I started looking for, jo- what? Memes. Yeah, but memes, yes. I. Yeah, <laughs> memes I was. But when it came to, like, actually asking for advice, I remember it was, like, we didn't really start talking until you was talking to me about like, oh, what's my thoughts about joining? Which I always remember because I literally like two hours ago I just got my wisdom teeth out, <laughs> and I thought you were calling because that was the it was the day or the next day was when you were doing the your workshop, and I thought you were like, oh, pull up, and I was like, uh, I don't think I can pull up because I couldn't even talk. My mouth was still numb, so I was like, yo, thank God, Andy called me two hours after, bro, because I couldn't feel my lips after this,
1: <laughs> after the procedure, so. Yeah, I always remember that. Yeah, we hopped on a call real quick, and I was like, "Yo, we got a job opening at Moment. So you interested?" You're like, "Oh yeah, damn, I am." <laughs> yeah, interested yeah, boss, yeah, boss. Yeah. boss <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So in the beginning, I was like, "Yo, man, you gotta stop calling me fucking boss." But so now that you didn't provided,
2: work. though. It didn't work. Now yeah. you're sensitized. Uh, now you He's call sensitized. me general. Je- yeah, general, general
1: admiral, admiral admiral. Christy's a general. Me lord, me lord. <laughs> yes, me lord. Yeah, me lord. No, but the uh, initial call, I was like, "Yo." I think, you're, I think you'd I think you be a good fit. So how it's going to work, it's like you're going to come on in. And we had a group interview. It's like me and Christy talking to you. And if that goes well, then you come in the shadow and we get lunch together. If that goes well, then you come in the shadow, the PT, Justin, and you get lunch together. So I remember after we had a meeting, me, you, and Christy, I'm like, what do you think of Ming? I'm like, cool kid, right? Like really nice guy. He's like, yeah, he's super nice, a little ghetto. <laughs>
0: My question is, how many free lunches did you get out of Shit, this? Don't don't worry, about that, bro. <laughs> yeah. don't worry about that. I bought him lunch. Did you buy? Lunch? Yeah. You
2: yeah. bought me lunch. Yeah.
0: I'll guy and you're like damn this thing. <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you bought me lunch. I have the picture where
2: you were holding the. Soda. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yo, yeah yeah. Never mind never mind.
0: Fire him never, never mind. I can't do this. Come, Come on. Moments man.
2: No but I can't. Yo that the, like the interviewing process right after that was like semi stressful just because like not not because of that because I felt like some some places were taking a longer time and stuff like that and I had
1: not mm. decide. What's it, the stuff? longest interview process you had?
2: I told you about this. Yo, it was like six different parts spanning like two months almost or longer Damn. than that. Yeah. I was, that's Wait, usually, I Two asked, months? Yeah. And I was like, you guys, my brother, bro. I was in California stressing, bro.
1: Damn. I was like, yo, I Jeez, need a job. Bro. I need a job, but yeah. I can't even imagine interviewing for two months. Like, I want to start, like, I, they got to start contributing to your 401k. That's what I was saying, man. I was like, yo, I need money, bro. <laughs> I'm broke as hell. So when you were interviewing for these jobs like what, what were those like were they giving you like assignments like <laughs> so one place gave me an assignment so like i had an interv- a phone interview with like
2: hr and then i had, a f- then I had a, like a google meeting with the actual owner then they gave me an assignment and that was like programming and all that stuff for like a couple cases just to, like see where my mind was at and stuff and after that i shadowed one guy after i shadowed another guy and then I forgot the last process, but I was like, yo, this is taking forever, bro. But yeah. After that, you
1: come to the holiday party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not part of the team yet, but you come to the holiday party. <laughs> How was your process, Justin, when you were going to like some of the clinics that you're at?
0: Very fast. and
1: They needed like- anybody and everybody. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh, you just graduated? <laughs> all right, all right. It's
0: funny you mentioned that because when I was applying, I never got worried if I needed another job because I knew there's so many like people hiring in the outpatient world for physical therapy, at least in the mill setting. When it came to, like when I left certain jobs, it, there was no genuine worry versus hearing friends. They're like, oh, I'm in the third round. I hope I get this job. And they're like trying to apply here and there in like different fields. To me, that doesn't seem right for physical therapy where it's like the standard, where it's like at least if you're just a body, they just fill the spot. When I, got, when I left the spot, I saw on the website, I was, I was still there, but they hired two new people. Like, it's so fast to get someone into those places. I didn't feel special. I just want to feel special.
1: Bro, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this guy just want more lunches. That's all he's yeah. saying. <laughs> he's wanting more lunches. <laughs> Yo, the one thing I always think about is, like, whenever someone comes into mentorship, it's that's, like, an interview process, right? Already for me, it's, like, all right, I, I'm already looking at, like, personalities and seeing, like, what's up. And if people are listening, like, oh damn, it's like it's nothing serious. Just like people are like, what do I gotta do to work for a moment? Bro, it's the Andy. I've, Gen, I've gotten I've gotten that DM toys like, what do I gotta do to work for a moment? I'm like, don't be anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want you to be who you what if are. Try to be like you though, huh? Try don't to get do like that. you, my boy. <laughs> Try uh-huh. get like, hey, bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Yeah. That's, oh, sorry, mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> I told him that's buying. the guy in knees in me coming out. It's crazy, <laughs> but now I tell people like straight up, you can't be somebody else. Like, I just need to see you for who you are because. If you're trying to be someone else, I'll I'll see it immediately. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not to, authentic. <laughs> Unfortunately, like, bro. Surprise. I was surprised. Yeah, I was. I was like, you know, how do you feel about stepping into a setting like this? said, like, "Oh, I feel very confident clinically. Yeah, I feel good. <laughs> I do." I was like, <laughs> bro, but it's it's <laughs> come on, bro. It's hard we were, though. Lying it's hard. Truthfully, like having this job, like I love
2: it. And I'm so appreciative, but it's hard. Like the cases in my opinion are definitely harder. Right. <laughs> Without a doubt, dude. You know, they're definitely a lot harder than what you see in all these other places, right? These insurance places totally different. And also like your mindset is total different. Like it's like when you look at it, these people have been through the ringer most of them, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just like and I really, really want to help them. But like sometimes like, you know, like you said, things happen like flare ups and stuff like that. Just like a lot of a lot more goes into it than people think, you know what I'm saying?
1: No, for sure. And I don't even think it's um just the setting itself like a one on one uh, clinic like ourselves, it's like it's just the people that we have, like straight up. They hit for the Andy Chen, that's why, nah, and they don't, don't get you know, what don't saying? even say that. Don't even say they here for the Justin, <laughs> can't even say my last name, <laughs> <That's good>. <laughs> <laughs> Raleigh. But yo, it, it's I, I warned you right, like during the interview, I was like, yo, our cases are mad complex, yeah. like we don't get a lot of people that come in, it's like. Ah, uh, you know, I hurt my knee. Bro, like, I wish that
2: someone's like, yo, I just got a lateral ankle sprain. i
1: will yeah, take like, that any day, bro. i will take while, that man. any day. And I'll be honest, most clinics don't even know how to treat a lateral ankle sprain. But that's another <laughs> pew, pew, pew pew pew. Where's the sound effects? Oh, bam, 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 But that's like that's the the thing I can't prepare people for. You know, like people come in and it's it's never just one body part. It's never just like without other stuff happening, like numbs and tingling going down. So. It's complex. How, how have you been able to navigate that? And truthfully, it's relying. You know, great um support
2: system is in you and Justin. <laughs> but definitely, yeah, you go ask Justin. I bother this guy every day. Every day, I'm like, that's Yo. why I took the day off. I, I was like, I was like, Justin. I don't know if I'm doing it correctly. It's like I'm I'll, a failure. Yeah, I'm a failure. I'm like all that stuff. But like, definitely, like. um Having a great support system and you guys definitely just trying to learn more, trying to implement more that I learn and just like not being really afraid to like try new things in a sense because like you also I think that's something that you value and you also like don't make a shy away from like a lot of people they're like especially like you know when the CIs are like oh why would you do something like that why are you doing that and like stuff like that and then like if you give them a good reason they're like oh but we don't really do like that and stuff like that but you like yeah try it bro you're like whatever like even when the, I remember the first time I shadowed you and we were walking around you're like you were kind of quizzing me on stuff and I was giving you some stuff and you're like, oh, yeah, I can see how that works. And then like, just like that, you know, just fosters a better environment for us as PCs is just try new things and like really see if it works or not.
1: Yeah, it's, it's there's so much that goes into trying to capture change and like, you know, the stuff that we do, we're trying to give people hope immediately. So whenever you take another course, take another seminar, like that's kind of the goal. It's like the mentorship is just a kind of a starting place and then you keep building your framework and then you keep Looking at moving from a different perspective, you might be changing stuff upstream. You might be just hitting stuff locally, but I do think you need like some sort of audit to know that you're on the right page, like you're moving things forward. But you, if you compare yourself to what is this, it's January right now, you started. I can't even say you started in September because yeah. we were on we are on. Christy yeah. and I were on a honeymoon. I would say yeah, you kind of started in October, basically. Yeah. How do you feel about that growth since? No, I
2: definitely would say I grew a lot and I feel like better equipped to do and treat a lot more, but definitely like, like I was talking to Justin about this, the imposter syndrome never leaves. Like every time I see something, especially when stuff doesn't go the way you want it. like I plan as much, like yesterday I was just like planning. Okay. Two people I saw today, I was like making all these plans and I'm like, damn, that did not look good. And I was like, fuck, would I go from here? So, like, that's something that I'm still trying to work on is, like, not getting as flustered when things don't work correctly and then trying to, like, navigate through that. But, like, definitely a lot better than when I first started because when I first started, I remember I was like,
1: damn, this should not work at all. I was like, this should not work at all. No, I think you have to see someone you have to see someone do it multiple times where like it doesn't work and they just kind of remain calm, collected, and it, you move on. Because like if something doesn't work, as long as you don't actually harm the patient, you're good to go. You yeah. just found something that doesn't work. So now you can tighten up the framework even more, yeah. especially for the person in front of you. With just, Justin, like with... You've obviously had a different path than Ming, right? Like, and I know you hate him. Yeah, for- <laughs> you had loser Armageddon. path.
2: Yeah, loser path. Loser path. And how many jobs you had before? This year you want four, help? Right? You want help after this?
1: Church, please. Yeah. No, but Ju- Justin is always giving Ming shit. He's like, "Yo,
0: you skipped. skip you- the, the, skip the hazing phase, man."
2: Yeah, I appreciate you take get that. better. I'm kidding. Better. <laughs> damn, damn. But
1: Justin, what was your experience like with you know that new grad phase? So for me, it was.
0: The reassurance, and actually you said this to me, the reassurance of failing under someone else's name kind of got me to where I am now, where it's like, yeah, sure, it was like a lot of people and getting certain like hours in where I see eight people or one person. It was just that mindset of, oh, this is, you're working for a company, you're trying to do the best for these people. How can I continue to level up and use these experiences to get better? In the beginning, it was rough because obviously you're getting used to not having that support system and getting that help. But going through the mentorship and having that support system that I kind of put myself with, it made the new grad experience a little bit easier because I was able to troubleshoot and try new things versus just like, oh, back pain, here's a clamshell. Whereas there could be reasons to do it. Maybe, maybe not. It was just, oh, the thought process was weak this, try this. Yeah. So with the new grad process for me, I didn't appreciate it as much then as I do now where I was able to make mistakes then that aren't being made now and the mistakes I make now, they don't cost as much in terms of how much it either like sets back a plan of care or takes on me mentally. Like I'm able to, like you said, f- use that framework to guide myself through this process with my core values. And <laughs> I, I looked at Ming cause I'm telling him like, I do believe it's important to have core values and a certain like framework to guide your decisions. Bro, you're just kind of, I'm
1: coreless, bro. You're laughing at you're me when I say... Frisbro got weak core. Yeah, we, that's right. Dude, had him do ab wheel Yo, yesterday. Core, he bro? laughs,
0: he's done.
2: <laughs> Yo, I can't even sit up straight. Bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Damn.
1: But yeah, well, that's pretty much it. Well, what are your core values? I got it
0: written down. Sweep
2: the shed. Sweep the shed. Sweep Integrity, the shed, Integrity. Mobility. Tensegrity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think for me, one of the biggest things is facilitate, not fix because I do value the relationship between the client and the therapist. And for me... If I personally view myself as the fixer, in my head, that bars what they would potentially want to give me feedback on. Not that that's true, but in the same time, it's just the way that my mind works, where if I use it as a collaborative process, I can listen to someone's feedback and then get creative to make a Copenhagen plank unique for them. That matches their story versus a Copenhagen plank for someone else that could be completely different in terms of intent. So I'm facilitating that outcome based on working together with someone.
1: No, I love it. What are some other core values you got?
0: So another one I have is slow down. So the biggest thing for me and coming out of the new grad phase where it's like I felt like I had to be like the best of the best. I had to be the best PT. I had to be perfect and I had to make sure everyone got better. You told me that. <laughs> so, but the reality is, is like when I started to slow down and not try and jump my mind to five different topics at once and I tried to work on certain strengths and certain weaknesses, that's when I started to see changes. Like especially taking the mentorship where I don't get paid to say this
1: so hey man that mentorship hey, really popping right now hey mentorship's popping bro it's popping poppin'. I'm telling Yo, you guys, so you guys were in the first like no Ming was in like the third, third. Yeah, was I was know.
0: first first OG when you posted that I got out of bed I paid for it went back to
1: sleep I just for love us. how Andy's like
2: don't ever watch his videos again <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no so so how, what basically happens like when you join a team I week. I meet with you as much as I can on a weekly basis. And then afterwards, I meet with people on a monthly basis. And I was talking to Justin one day and I was like, you know, Justin, what are you working on? Let's set some goals. He's like, "Yeah, I've been reviewing the the Moment um, education coaching calls from like when he was in a core, which was like... 2022 january i'm like bro don't watch those calls no more, man. <laughs> shit, i was i've it's gotten better things have gotten much better like you got to get the new calls but that's the joke because i was like Yo, you can't be watching those old ass calls hey like, man i'm dedicated i'm gonna watch i don't know <laughs> i was like though sometimes the framework changes you just see things from a different perspective or you add like one little nuance that allows you to serve someone better like there's 10 different ways to give a kickstand deadlift. That's like, so why I wish I, w- I wanted to
2: see how Andy was treated like imagine Atlanta. I want to see how Andy was treated.
1: In Atlanta, bro? Yeah, I, I want to see that. I want to see The Andy Chan giving Andy a clamshell? Like crazy. Yeah, I so think you have
2: glute amnesia. <laughs>
1: think you got to do some clamshells. I remember one uh, the thing that was hot at that time was directional preference like Mackenzie. Mm. So when we were in Atlanta the person that was a regional director Yeah. Just love uh, McKenzie stuff. Mm. So he was just showing us like you know go through the spinal range of motion. You spinal. do the spinal, spinal, <laughs> <Yeah>. spinal. you
0: my I love spinal. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you hurt my feelings, you asshole. (laughs) But you go through your spinal spinal range (laughs) of motions. And you're looking to see where their directional preference is. And then you would do your your prone press-ups and stuff like that. So whenever I had um, someone with back pain, that's what I would do. Like, I would check the directional preference. I would hit that up. And Justin's still laughing about spinal. (laughs) Bro, look at your jance, dog.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, but
1: that—that that, you know, I had stuff like that. I, I didn't really have a real framework. Like I had someone doing bird dogs, and she looked like she was kind of shaky, so I gave her a little bit of perturbation. Like, hey, don't let me move you. I still use shit like that. But right? when
2: did you start making your own? Like, when did you start getting your own? Like. uh Framework and stuff
1: Bro, it's my podcast I interviewed you <laughs> I Bro, that's what I'm trying To flip the rose I look like Andy Chen. If you took my hat right now yo, I would look like yo, that's Andy crazy. Chatton. We went to a holiday dinner Well, not a holiday dinner But team dinner Like last week And I was like Yo, man Don't, don't speak unless you're spoken to <laughs> 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 Don't embarrass me in public <laughs> Nah, the, the, the whole process started When I was at Reload Like when I was at Reload I was just like yeah, I can't fail Like I, there's just so much pressure Right? And I felt bad I felt like I had to do My absolute best because um, Ryan was you know trusting someone that had no real experience in the sense of like I never was responsible for my own caseload like full caseload you skip the hazing too yeah I skipped the hazing yeah. bro that's why I, That's why I feel like like I uh, kind of resonate was, with you, though. I was averaging a book, like, every oh, yeah. three yes. to you four days. You said averaging a book? A book. We're only going average a book in three years. Don't <laughs> say that out loud. Damn. Damn. <laughs> a book no, but a- I was the, averaging a book, like, every three to four days. I was reading every single research paper. Shout-outs to Clinical Athlete. And all those things. Like, I was in it. I was taking Con Ed courses just like you, yeah. Ming. Like, I was at, like, Tim Gabbitt. Did some USAPL certs. First year I got out, did some Strong first. I was... I did Ben Cormack's mentorship. I did a level up. There's a bunch of stuff that I did prior to getting started. And I still didn't feel like I was ready. So I just got a document. And,
2: um, <laughs> I'm only taking one mentorship. Yo, this man named <laughs> yeah. like 70, bro. And he didn't feel ready.
1: But I have a folder and it's just rehab thoughts, training thoughts, programming thoughts. And I just write down every single thing I know. Mm. And I just, and I learned something new. I just update that document and I just try to figure out where it fits. You but got I, didn't, that- I didn't start that until I got, until I was a new grad. Until you still I, got that document though? <laughs> huh? You took out the document? Bro, this is the mentorship. You wouldn't. Oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. That's I what thought it was like now. a secret
2: document, bro. It
1: is a secret document. Classified. Like, I have every every Connect course that I take, I take notes on it and then I just organize it. So there's like. Which uh, in your laptop? Yeah, it's like All 40 right. or 50 folders. All right. It'd be like Kettlebell stuff. There's like Eric Myra stuff, Chris Johnson stuff. Like whoever I've taken courses from, I just make a document and I put it on. I'm about to get a USB real quick. So if you, <laughs> if you, if you <laughs> want it, but again, it's my notes, you know, like yeah, you're going to be like, what the hell is going on? I'm trying to be like, what's it again? The Andy Chan. With the deer chain on his laptop. With the what chain? No, I put the
0: picture of the deer eating chain on your laptop. Just change my The blobfish.
1: i was like, what is going on? But I think the one thing you can always think about is like, if you take a course that's like strength and conditioning, And it's more on like advanced performance stuff. Like how can you take those drills and make it something rehab related? Can I make these drills slower? Can I make them less complex? If you do something rehab, it's like, how can I make this drill faster, more explosive and make it more advanced? And once you can do that, you start to create all these bridges. But unless you step back and do those things, I think people just end up kind of – doing what I was doing. Hey, do this bird dog, don't let me move you. All right, we got pal off presses. Here we go, here we go, let's get crazy. You don't have a real plan. You're just doing a bunch of exercises.
0: And I think to speak on that, a lot of times where you hear people say principles versus methods, I think that is the prime example where one clinician might use the method of, oh, I know bird dogs do back pain. Let's try that. Versus someone with good principles, you could take any, honestly, any course. And when you relate it to a certain principle, you can bring it into your field. Right, I think you mentioned the um, the rule where where um a certain thought process has to res- respect the governing laws of another field.
1: Yeah, the realities of one field have to respect the realities of another field. RIP Charlie Munger.
0: Right, like stuff like that. It's it's a very telling process of where once you start to recognize the principles that guide your care, the methods become so much simpler. Where like you'll see, oh, what are the five best exercises for knee pain? You might see that as the five best exercise for shoulder pain. You know, and then that's where the information overload comes in, especially as a new grad, where I see two million exercises. How do I know how to filter all this stuff with all these complex systems? But once you start to figure out your core values and you start to figure out your principles, that's when the methods become a lot clearer.
1: There's so much shit on Instagram. And that's the one thing I was, when when Ming came and uh, shadowed me for that first day after the initial interview. I was like, man, I wonder what this guy's thinking. It's like, yo, this is exactly what he teaches. Because a- I really try and like, I don't post exercises that I don't use yeah, straight up. And I feel like that's the most common thing on Instagram. It's like people post these exercises and I'm my like, bro. You definitely don't use this because this setup is mad complicated. This setup would take me half a session to get it going. That's why I don't use seal rows. That shit takes forever to set up. Like, I'm Unless not you gonna- get a seal row machine. I ain't- Hey. I ain't doing it If we get when it's one ty- ex- It's from Titan Fitness That's all I'll say yeah. We ain't getting no Rogue Fitness seal role Yeah that's, no 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 that We can gonna, do it that. That's gonna be bread <laughs> Justin you're transitioning now You were in the new grad phase And I consider the new grad phase Like the first two years Being out what are some advice that you would have for new grads or what is some advice that you can instill in this yeah, what's man right advice? here?
0: Bro, I text you 10 times the same thing. You still yeah. asking me, what can I you know do? Talk, I don't know what you about,
1: bro. <laughs> so I think going back to what we were saying before, the
0: biggest advice, especially working with you personally, Ming, is to figure out what truly resonates with you from a core values perspective and understanding the principles of what makes our field what it is. We respect physics, biomechanics, and all these different respective fields, but I truly don't think people understand the relevance of these first principles of just why we live. So once you kind of understand that a little bit more from certain perspectives and you can figure out your core values that makes you you, you can blend those two things together and that's what makes you that unique PT, like you said, when you can try and figure out if someone's acting like who they're not, at least for me, that's how I've figured out who I am as a person where concepts like slow down, I've said that to like my friends, my family, like my, my tattoo artists even. Slow down, slow down. Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, (laughs) expensive investments. But honestly, it's like once I started to really figure out who I am as a person and what I enjoy in this field, it started to filter out a lot of that anxiety of overload that I had as a new grad. So for any new grad listening, I really, really, really recommend sit down with yourself and truly think about what makes you you versus your classmates and just be that person as you continue to learn.
1: So you already gave us two core values. What are your other core values?
0: So the other one is if you're doing X, we need to do Y. So I've started to appreciate a lot more variability so with movement. So for powerlifting, I do appreciate the specificity when it comes to squat, bench, and deadlift. But I do feel, especially as I've gotten more reps in with lifters, people that, especially in the off-season, when you start to experiment with different movement qualities and different movements in different planes, it's been a lot more helpful in the in season when they start to kind of push those heavier loads. And it becomes a lot more of a, Healthier take and honestly more fun. So, with any sport, with any amount of like specific qualities that I need to train for someone, if they are really good at that, I want to show them the movement options that they can explore to just get most out of their movement.
1: Any more core values?
2: I got one more. Go for we it. You got five. That was three. That was three. Yeah. No I mean, I'm also
1: forgetting the others. Oh yeah,
2: I, I had, so yeah, don't worry. My name is Justin <laughs> Mbatarali. <laughs> so last one that at least I think um,
0: is relevant is I need your effort. So I was telling Ming like, you can give someone the perfect plan that, that fits their schedule, their lifestyle, no matter what socioeconomic this and that. But if they don't give you that effort, they don't meet you where you're at with the therapeutic alliance and their effort. You can only do so much. It's like that classic phrase: "You lead a horse to water, you can't make it drink." as much as that been said, like as you practice more, you kind of realize that's the case. You're not going to help everyone because just some people aren't ready to do therapy yet. Especially if they're like, have a lot of life factors going on. It's so hard to take that on yourself. Like, oh, why didn't I help this person in this moment in time? It might not have been their time to get better. And accepting that, but also when someone's like, hey, I did my homework. I did this, this and that. What's going on? That's when I'm like, all right, they're putting in their effort. Let's figure this out together. Yeah.
1: No, I like that. Have you now thought about like what is the next problem that you need to solve in this phase?
0: Like for me? Oh, yeah. like the transitioning yeah. phase? I think the biggest problem for me is like avoiding complacency. So especially in the setting I am, like I would consider this a dream job for me where when you reached out to me, I had the screenshot of the message that he, from Instagram DM that he messaged me. me looking at me
1: like, bro, you corny as hell, man.
0: You say, oh, I remember the phone call like it was yesterday. Because it was
2: yesterday. I, had that. <laughs> I wish I took, a, I should have took a selfie during the phone call. Like,
1: I remember, okay. making going I was... <laughs> I was walking through an alley. Just walking through an alley. We were you talking. was that
2: sad? Huh? <laughs> no, what,
1: what the hell? <laughs> I was like, damn. he was like, damn,
2: I got to hire this guy. <laughs> dude, we,
1: I ran through the list. I'm like, ah, oh, the fiftieth person. Let <laughs> me call this dude right, 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 <laughs>
2: right, right. <laughs>
0: But you know, I think that's probably the biggest thing where it's easy to just feel complacent with the skill set that you have and the mindset that you have because you are getting good changes, especially in this type of the uh, these years into it. You've definitely had your success stories. You have your failures and stuff. I feel like I've almost gotten to the point where I was getting complacent with the results I was getting until I started to audit myself and having that time to sit with myself every couple of weeks or so where I'm like, hey, what am I struggling with? What part of the body do I not want to see on my schedule? Let's attack that. So that's been what I've been attacking recently, where it's relying on those things that give me joy, like my strengths, but attacking more of the weaknesses so I can start to help more
1: people. You're like sitting with yourself with that, uh, gray burger that you're eating (laughs) oh oh my god you canadians man step your game up (laughs) canadian burgers ain't the move
0: i mean yeah no i'm not gonna i want my money back i can't my cousins they owe me money i can't do it
1: i'll be completely honest like i think when you hit the anywhere from like the three to five year mark that that becomes a problem where it's like do i really want to travel to take more courses and give up my weekend do i really want to wake up earlier to do another course or like Listen to something, has your training or working out, whatever it is you're doing, like it becomes tough to keep wanting it to grow. And it's also like, what do you, unless someone's telling you like, hey, you should be doing this, or hey, you should check out this course, it becomes really, really tough to want to keep pushing yourself in the three to five year mark. So anyone that's been like lifelong learners, constantly grinding after three to five years, like huge kudos. Ming, what, what about you? What are you doing with this new grad phase? Like, how you? How oh, you I hate this, this new grad phase, yo. <laughs> I absolutely hate this phase.
2: I feel like everything I'm doing is like not good enough. I feel like I'm not. Like, truth be told, like that's what I'm saying. Like failing. Remember, you told me this too. Like failing under someone else. Like,
1: I'm trying to
2: fail under you. But no, it's like I hate this phase. I absolutely hate it because I feel like, you know, and it's it's nice to have Justin Dick's Justin's like, bro, look at all the good work you're doing and whatever. But let's like. Damn, I feel like I'm not doing enough. I'm not feeling like Bro, I'm he was
1: talking doing. about you bringing us egg tarts this morning. <laughs> not the actual outcome. He's like, yo, check this. I mean, it's all good. You're bringing the egg tarts. You're keeping yeah. us fed. Yeah. We're gonna going to deliver the outcome. <laughs> <What's going on? laughs> but
2: yeah, no, it sucks because I just feel like I don't know enough yet. I feel like I'm not getting changes fast enough. I'm always like, yo, if they went to see Andy or Justin, they might be better sooner or they might get different results that are better. So I'm, I, hate, I just hate this phase so much. But I know it's part of the growing pains of a PT because like- you know, like, when you're first stepping out, you still have to build your own framework. And you still got to do all this and that to become a better PT. But, yo, yeah, I'm trying to skip this. I'm trying to skip this. You know the controller. i have? trying right? to skip this. We're <laughs> yeah, trying to take bro, the shortcut of Mario Kart? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm trying to skip this phase. Absolutely. But I know you're supposed to find joy in this phase. So, I'm, I'm waiting for that, though. I ain't, happy.
1: At, I ain't, happy, yet. I ain't happy yet. I, ain't, damn. I damn. think damn. if you look back at it, eventually you'll start cracking up. Because, yo, there's times where, like, it'll, you won't be in the gym. It'll be like me, Justin, and Jason. And Jason like we'll be talking about it sometimes like you know some of the stuff that we're helping you with you know little things it's becoming less and less in the beginning you know we're meeting up we're breaking out a lot of stuff nowadays like, yeah nothing really got one thing to talk about but Jason's like yo bro Ming is a way smarter than you think he is so I, you got to give yourself some credit <laughs> now I do think you you're, you're good where you're at like and this is a discussion that I had with Justin like what was it like earlier this year it's like Relative to where you're at right now, I think you're a great therapist. Like, I don't expect you to be better because you still need to make more mistakes. But where I think you could be, like, yeah, you're like a four out of 10 because I think you have so much potential. But right now, four out of seven. Oh, man, get that seven (laughs) scale out of here. Dude,
2: I'm like a 2.5 out of seven,
1: bro. That's bad. Oh, yeah, that is bad. (laughs) But it's like, you know, you got to. Think about where someone can potentially end up. Yeah. Like that's what Ryan was saying uh, when we got lunch after the podcast. He's, or I think he might have said it on a podcast episode. It's like I'm not hiring for, I'm not hiring you for the person that you are today. I'm hiring you for the person that you're gonna become. Right. So when you think about it like that, it's like as long as I'm like, yo, man, you're doing all right, you're good. Mm-hmm. But that that just means you gotta make more mistakes. Like you have to make more mistakes. It's it's mistakes suck though. Your know, mistakes. It's, it sucks because like even like. Even seeing it from the
2: from like the client's face, right? For example, if you make a mistake or not even a flare up, even if something like you give them and if I don't explain it correctly, they don't feel what they want to feel. The face was just like, okay, what did that do for me? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but here's the caveat <laughs> to that. we
0: What we see as mistakes, some clients might see as effort. Where it's like, oh, this guy's really trying all these variables and giving me the attention that I need as a patient or as a client.
2: Until the patient's like, this guy don't know what the hell he's doing. Nah, nah, no one's Aww. saying that shit to you, bro. I'm like, when you treated huh? me, that's I what would. I, said. I would. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a client, I'd be like, yeah, just don't know what he's doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I'm a compressor. So and, man, and I'm I'm like, you got you never you're never ask a you're never gonna ask Ming like yo what's that signal mean because this guy does not know how to interpret signals. But it, I think when you're a part of a team like this, like straight up, I tell you all the time, like, yo, just do what you know in the beginning, and then we'll troubleshoot everything else. Yeah. right? It's like as long as you find a safe starting point to get jacked, start you know getting stronger, more mobile, building endurance, whatever the quality is that you're you know after you're chasing, like you're good to go. Because Justin and I are gonna be here. You just hit us with some videos and we'll tell you exactly what to work on or like other things that you might want to assess. And if we don't, I'm like, don't ask that person to come back because we're not going to help them, right? Yeah. Like, I, I think this is where we're trying to keep it as low pressure as possible. Like, if you don't know if you can help someone, just tell them straight up. But if you know that you can help someone, then you got to show them what that path looks like, yeah. build that trust and then implement the plan. But if you don't know how to help someone, like you've seen me, uh, you shadowed me, the last person, and yeah. I referred them out. Like yeah. I, there was... I, I thought I was going to po- possibly get some changes and find a safe starting point. I couldn't, so I referred him out. Oh, you never to, came back. Huh? Oh, you uh, no, no no. I'm I'm still keeping in touch with them to make sure that everything's okay. His, right? But that's just to say that like you know you could be four or five years in and you're still going to refer people out. You're still going to um, consult with your colleagues and you know whether that's physical therapists, orthopedists, chiros, whoever it is that you know is within your network. But, you know, I audit your programs. I look at all your stuff. It's fine. Like, you look at my programs? Huh? Nah, line. You're I mean, t- I'm not looking at the actual program. Like you're telling me, like, oh, I saw this, and I'm implementing these three exercises. What do you think? I'm well, like, that's got me a- nervous, bro. I ain't looking. I'm at the put he He's I- Oh gosh. I ain't oh, looking God. at no programming, but I'm looking. Like when you talk to me, like, hey, this is what I see. I'm implementing these exercises. What do you think? And I'm like, oh, that's exactly what I would do. You know. But does it work? Which isn't always a good thing. Does it? i like, <laughs> like, work as well as when you implement it, though? Yo, it's very like, questionable. You pick the right exercise, but the execution. And we're it. For the
0: audience listening, patients love Ming. <laughs> it, I swear, man! Like the joy you guys have in that room, amazing, man. Vibes immaculate. The outcomes, eh.
1: yeah. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. Yo, <laughs> J- Justin and I had a lot of reviews, right? But we never had a review that said, "Yo, this guy is him." Yeah.
0: Yeah, all, Yo, I'm it's waiting, it's about, man. baby.
1: So let's let's we got to conclude this episode. Unfortunately, yeah, you know you need a part two. Definitely not a part two. This might not even get released, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think. I don't think we're releasing this. Episode. This is just going to be like part of the orientation process. This is how not to act in public. It's <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> because I forgot my rings. That's why.
1: Yeah, no rings. I forgot them. I had my double jointed ring. We'll Photoshop some rings for you for the for the for the live. <laughs> uh, but Justin, so actually no, let's go with Ming first. Boo. Okay. New graffes. What are some advice you're giving?
2: Uh, I, biggest advice is don't be so hard on yourself I think, I think I'm think i like being so hard on yourself It also like it gets to you Not even when you're at work Because like for example during the weekends I'm like oh shit like I'm even dreaming about trying to help people bro <laughs> Yo Bro it, don't touch grass man come <laughs> on <laughs> Because I'm like damn like I really really want to be a great therapist I really really want to do this But I am I feel like I'm just trying my hardest to skip steps And that's just not something you could do Yeah. So it's all these growing pains you just got to live through And you just got to learn from it even though it fucking sucks but you just gotta you just gotta take something from it though yeah you use like 30 words to say like a 5 word sentence such
1: as that could have been a text <laughs> 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 this meaning could have been that's an email Justin what is for both phases right you're kind of transitioning out of the new grad phase and what are some advice you have for people that are on the same kind of path as you
2: yeah, That's I the worst advice that I'm joking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fire
1: this, man. Andy, fire, fire
2: this, man. <laughs>
0: I think the biggest thing, like getting out of school, it really is like you can't compare yourself to others because when you start to see the outcomes that other people are potentially getting, you never know what that process looked like. And everyone acts like a certain way on social media. But if you kind of strip away the layers of what people are, everyone is fighting some sort of battle that no one can see. So if you compare yourself to another person's journey, it's not going to go well. We're all looking at Ming right now.
1: Because <laughs> so, like, I resonate with that, right? It's like, it's like, oh, why would someone come see me if they can see you know, so-and-so uptown? That person's been a PT for 10 years already. He's already consulted with the NBA. It's like, why would that person come see me? And if you keep thinking that, bro, you're never going to be in this profession. You're never going to want to do anything. It's also, everyone's got a little bit different tastes when it comes to this stuff, right? Like, you guys all obviously have different personalities and that's the key it's like no, we don't want to have this person.
0: we're the same person <laughs> we're the same person
1: oh no yeah. Nah. yeah unfortunately no but you with interactions with patients and stuff yeah, like better, that better. like I'm damn <laughs> I'm just right joking I'm just joking
2: don't say nothing don't nah, say that. Yo, but sometimes like I, I am
1: like in the room doing like a virtual and like Ming got a session with like a few clients I'm like bro it's like it's too much. There's so much laughing going on. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get any work done. Hey, laugh that helps the healing process. Yeah. Not for you with your abs.
2: You laugh, but that, That's
1: part of the That's part of the whole experience of, you know, a clinician with a client or a patient, whatever you want to call it. It's like rapport. Can I build trust? Does this person feel safe around me? You might be nasty at what you do, right? Like you might be a solid clinician, but I can't even spend time with your, maybe your breast milk because you don't use Listerine spray. It's like, I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. Biggest mistake. So before we sign off, yo, how, Ming, how do people find you if they're trying to get some advice as a don't new even grad? Ta- don't even talk to me. No, Don't even uh I don't even
2: know my Instagram handle. Dr. Ming Kwok. Oh bro. yeah, Dr. Ming Kwok. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot I changed it. I forgot I changed it. I forgot I changed it. But yeah, Dr. Ming Kwok on Instagram.
1: And where do you buy your beanies? Urban Outfitters. Urban Outfitters?
2: Yeah. I can't really find other ones. You know, my head's like a weird shape. You would, re- you would resonate with that, though, right? I'm just joking. I'm just yo! joking. I'm just joking. Damn, yo, bro, bro. Bro. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Don't, make his Don't fire receive me. More, bro. Don't fire me. Oh, man.
1: Nah, nah. Yo, he's going to kill me after this shit? I need a confidence boost whenever I walk into clinic, so you got to stay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, damn, that's what's
2: up. Yeah, you want to fight fire with fire, baby. Yeah,
1: if I hairline the hairline damn. damn. Oh, yo, you watch you yourself. you
2: No, I can't. That's bro, what Bro, We look like a McDonald's
0: we i going to go visit Fernando later, bro. We're
1: like fine. <laughs> a- anything you want to say before you sign off, Ming? Oh no. I wasn't prepared for this. uh,
2: no, I actually don't. No, I don't actually. You good, you good. You literally have the platform to give inspiration to people. Don't join PT. No, I didn't say that. Why would you say that? Justin. Justin, why would you say that? Justin. Justin.
1: What you got?
0: How how do people find you? So Dr. Justin Baharal. if you want some fire memes, fire burger reviews, muscle mommies, my DMs are open. Hit me up, please. Can you tell them how to spell your last name? Because I know they're B A A L L Y. That was a mouthful. You're right. I'm never saying that again. <laughs> and where where the Jants from? Jants, Rascal Apparel, Sweater, I Heart Muscle Mommies from Strength and Intent. Melissa, my favorite dietitian. Love you. Uh, where'd you get your tattoos? Tattoos, Rena, Jinx tattoo, Flushing. Love you, Rena. I'm going to hit you up at the end of the month.
1: Yeah. And where are your invisible rings? Where'd you get those from? Gothic.com, Vitali crazy i know all we should have wore the
2: same we have we have matching rings you do imagine it's it's a snake and
1: andy didn't want to do it though yeah. that, that's it that's it we gotta go nice
2: all right well you do not gonna ask any final words oh,
1: oh any final words justin <laughs> nah nah i don't know bro <laughs> i any, think what no no go on
0: is it should it be a vice or
1: i'm letting you rock bro just Inspire. No, on, honestly bro. for
0: for anyone like new grad pt if you're ever doubtful of yourself especially for those of us that have been there it's gonna get better gotta believe in yourself and you gotta make those mistakes. Nah, we
2: switching fields. Yeah, no, nah, I'm gonna go to software engineering. Software engineering. Yeah. I'll be a my garbage bro bought brand.
0: a Mini Cooper and he paid it off.
2: Love you, Harmit. I would. I would be a garbage person. Easy. A garbage person. Bro, I'm gotta think. This job you gotta think every no, single no, no. second. no. I bro. have a
0: client who works for his sanitation. My man, crazy. I love him. Justin, oh. shout out to you. He's also named Justin? Why is he crazy? I don't know he's crazy. Like good. Like yeah, that's works what I'm if I have any pain. I just th- come to you, but bro, I don't to gotta think, think in
2: that. What do you mean? You gotta think.
0: There's more than just throwing around the gun. No, like Kobe, no. Justin, I'll be him for sure.
1: He's like, Justin's like, who's Kobe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the football player. Justin, Justin. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go red. <laughs> go red. All right.
0: Get us out of here, man. was L- red in Michigan. <laughs> Wait, we, had, <laughs> we need an outro.
2: <laughs> this <laughs> is the end of Aha We're
1: getting fired. Part two is not happening. See you guys. <laughs> That was
2: so fun. That was so fun.